Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Some people have the idea that if you have faith, you never have any more problems. Now they never got that from any of the teaching that we've ever done or any of the teaching that Brother Hagen has ever done. Utopia, somebody wonder what that is. That that's an imagine an imaginary island in literature where everything in society, politics, law, so forth, everything was perfect. And it is now used when in our talking, it is used as the ideal place of perfection. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today we continue with more from the message series by Ken Hagen, Another Look at Faith. Stay tuned. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on how you can get this week's special offer. Right now, let's listen to Ken Hagen's message. I want to uh, continue my series called Another Look at Faith. We have dealt with the fact that uh, faith is not an isolated spiritual force. We have dealt with the fact that faith is not, not denial, denying the existence of a problem. We have dealt with faith is not neglect, not neglecting your responsibilities. We have dealt with uh, faith is not uh, imitating somebody else and doing it just because they did it. Faith has to be your own based upon God's Word. And then we are to the portion. Faith is not a legalistic uh, formula. The next one is faith is not an issue of ordering God around. And now we are to the one we're dealing with today called faith is not a ticket to utopia. Of course, our scripture for all of this, our basic scriptures are Mark 11, 22 and 23 and 24. Jesus answered, Say unto them, Have faith in God, for verily I say unto you, That whosoever shall say in this mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast in this thing, shall not down in his heart, but shall believe those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, Whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. Hebrews 11, 1, Now faith is some things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That's our basic scriptures. Some people have the idea that if you have faith, you never have any more problems. Now, they never got that from any of the teaching that we've ever done or any of the teaching that Brother Hagen has ever done. Utopia, somebody wonder what that is. That, that's an, imagine, an imaginary island in literature where everything in society, politics, law, so forth, everything was perfect. And it is now used when in our talking, it is used as the ideal place of perfection. I want you to understand that just because you're believing God is no sign that you're going to float through life on flowery beds of ease. Many people 
get the idea that they're going to begin to live by faith and can sit down and do nothing. When you sit down on the stool of do nothing, you will starve. I don't care how much you're talking about how much faith you got. The Word of God talks about what you put your hand to. He will prosper. Hello? You see, it is very unrealistic. It is very unbiblical for us to look at the Scripture and think that we can believe God and never have another problem. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. That could stand for persecutions also. That could stand for trials. That could stand for tests. But the Lord delivers him out of them all. In Mark 4, 17, it says, When affliction and persecution arise... For the word's sake. John 16, 33 says, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Are you still in this world? I realize we've been born again. I realize that we are part of the family of God, but in the natural we're still living in this world. Jesus said here, in this world ye shall have tribulation. Now a lot of people don't like to hear this. Because it makes them face up to the responsibility that they have to do something. Most people want to say, well I'm believing God. And let it go at that and be able to not have to have the responsibility of taking their place and doing what they are supposed to be doing to receive the blessings of God. I think that it is utterly ridiculous for people of faith to get off over into this area like I talked about last week. And in the other weeks gone by, not really recognizing the facts, not taking the responsibility that is theirs, thinking that they're going to say, I'm going to live by faith, and they're going to surround themselves in some kind of cocoon and never be affected by the world and the things down here on this earth that we deal with. Friend, we are still in the natural. I don't care if we have citizenship in heaven, we still have citizenship in the natural. And we're going to have to deal with natural problems. Now we may be able to use spiritual force in dealing with these natural problems, but they're there and they're going to be there. And no matter how much faith you got, no matter how much word of the God you can quote, you're still going to have some tribulations and trials. Acts 14.22 says... Through much tribulation, we must enter the kingdom of God. You name me any hero of faith in the word of God. And I will show you someone that overcame obstacles. I will show you someone that overcame challenges. I will show you someone that overcame tests and trials.
the apostle Paul said that he'd been beaten, that he'd been left for dead, that he'd been in jail, that he'd been in the sea. But he went on to say, I am always victorious in Christ Jesus. The man that wrote more about faith than anybody else in the New Testament, he talked about his trials, his tribulations, but he understood that that was not the final chapter. He understood that strong faith would see him through the tribulation, would see him through the test, would see him through the trial. He was stoned. But he kept on believing God. Hallelujah. Smith Wigglesworth, that great apostle of faith, said great victories come out of great battles. Everybody's always talking about victory. We have the victory. Friend, I'm going to tell you what. The only way you ever get a victory is to go through a fight. If there's no fight, there's no victory. Before you can have a victory, you got to play the game. Just because you dressed and come out on the athletic field or come out upon the field of competition, dressed in the proper equipment to play the game, just because you come out does not give a victory. You have to get on the, on the field of competition and beat the team that's come out to oppose you. I thank God that we can equip ourselves and go out to do battle and expect the victory before we ever go to the battlefield. Because the Lord Jesus Christ has already given us the victory. All we have to go out and do is to claim what belongs to us. He's already fought for us. He has given us his armor. And we learned to need to learn how to put the equipment on properly. It would do a football player no, no good to put his helmet on backwards. Now it's still a football helmet. And it still will protect his head. Am I correct? But if he's got his own backwards, he can't see where he's going. Or anything that's going on. See, when you get the equipment, you got to do the right thing with the equipment. See, it says here, put on the whole armor of God. Then you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. 
For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual weakness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you might be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, stand. Stand therefore with your loins girded about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all things, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. You are listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month we're offering the paperback book by Kenneth E. Hagan, Mountain Moving Faith, plus the four mini-seasonal faith devotional books. All five resources are yours for just $19.95. Call now to get this very special offer, 1-888-FAITH-99. Strengthen your faith and grow. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Start your new year off right. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. We have opened a satellite church That's over right. in Oklahoma City area. Yes. Actually, we, we're temporarily located in the uh, Walnut Creek Chapel. It's a wedding chapel that we're using uh, to meet on. And, and it's at uh, 7840 Northwest 122nd Street uh, in Oklahoma City. And it's at Sunday night at 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Or you can go to Rainbow Bible Church uh, OKC.com and find out more information. Yeah. So, uh, hey, we want to invite you if you're in that area, come on out and We're see us. We're excited about We're the excited church. We're excited about the church. It's, yeah. it's good. Uh, you'll enjoy it. Come on out and be with us. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue to strengthen our faith with the teaching by Ken Hagen, Another Look at Faith. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.